0: So the surrender of the will now is crucial. That's really what we're talking about when we're talking about making a disciple. Talking about someone who says, I give up. I don't have any resources. I trust you. You are my Lord. I am not my Lord. You are my Lord. So today is Personhood 101. And I will tell you the takeaways uh, right now, and there are two of them. One is to be immensely grateful. The psalmist says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And that is not just about our bodies. Our bodies are amazing, but as we will see, they're not the most amazing parts of us. So uh, to be given the gift of existence at all is remarkable. To be given the gift of personhood is... Uh, an unbelievable opportunity. And so often I, we just take it for granted, not today. So gratitude and then surrender. To surrender each of our parts to God is what we were made to do. Um, We all have this sense of a lack of integration or wholeness. I mentioned a few episodes ago that I will feel sometimes uh, the image that came is like a dull little man trying to put on a show and that was actually quite a heavy insight for me because it runs very deep. But uh, after it got sent out, my friend Kevin called and he was just laughing hysterically. He just thought that was so funny. And it made me realize I am not terminally unique and we all wrestle with uh, some kind of issues like that. And then my friend Rico called and said, no, 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 you're not just a dull little man, because Nancy would never marry a dull little man. So. I'm not as unique as I thought, and it's not the whole story about me. But there is this brokenness and disintegration. You might remember what we talked about, that Dallas writes, uh, we're going through renovation of the heart, great wisdom on uh, how to be renewed from our heart, how to have our hearts renewed, and that there's a basic uh, way of understanding anything. All things are made up of parts, and they have properties that have certain functions that enable them to go into relationship with other parts and form larger wholes that in turn have new properties that allow them to uh, uh, be integrated with even still larger parts and eventually what we get to is shalom and by the way I talked about this quite a few months ago if you were with us if you go back to Genesis chapter 1 that mirrors precisely what's happening in Genesis chapter 1 God separates light from darkness the dry land from the waters, the sky from the earth. In other words, he creates parts that have properties and have functions, and then he joins them together to form time and to form weather and to form agricultural systems so that they can be integrated and, uh, and experience ultimately shalom and ultimately everything is made to be one. Now, we look for a few moments at the parts that go into being a person. And this will be foundational to everything else we look at. Today, I'm just giving us a a quick overview, but this is really the framework for understanding personhood. I, I was very interested in this my whole life long. It's why I got a PhD in clinical psychology and a degree in theology. But it was not until reading The Renovation of the Heart that I saw a taxonomy of personhood, the anatomy of personhood, that actually brought it together and made great sense. And so I want to walk through the parts of a person with you. Maybe sometimes that when you read through the Bible or psychology or some other source, there'll be references to different parts. Old nature, new nature, flesh, conscience, heart, spirit, soul. And it's hard to know, how do I put all that stuff together? Is it like a bunch of little Casper, the ghost entities going inside me? Now what we're going to look at, Dallas would say, is not at all original with him but it's the basic understanding that underlies uh, the Biblical writings and folks in the ancient world, particularly the ancient Greeks, who thought deeply, seriously about personhood. And it's based on the core functions required to be a person. So these are not like little ghostly entities that are somehow inside you, but they are real. And if you think of what are the primary functions needed to be a person That will help you, I think. It helped me enormously understand this. So, uh, at the very core of who you and I are is uh, our heart. That's why this is about renovation of the heart. And the function that is involved here is the ability to choose. Dallas writes, I won't take the time to read it, but it's in chapter two. He's talking primarily about two things that are greatly prized by human beings, freedom and creativity. And so uh, it's called the heart because it refers to what's at the core of us. Dallas would say these two functions, the the, the functions, freedom, creativity, will, the ability to say yes or say no, is also the primary meaning of the word spirit. (laughs) I'm not writing that well. Uh, As well as of the word will. Will emphasizes the function. Spirit emphasizes the fact that it is not a physical power. And then heart emphasizes where it is uh, that it's so central to us. And it is this that gives you a kingdom. Now kingdom language is central to... The Bible, Jesus brought the kingdom of God. That's the range of God's effective will. Your kingdom is the range of your effective will. And it is central to your personhood. When your kingdom is violated, uh, it is deeply dehumanizing. Slavery was an attempt to deny from persons their kingdomhood. Or their, their, you have a kingdom or a queendom, if you want to think about it that way. So, you can choose, you can act, you are an agent. And then, uh, the next circle out involves the mind. And the mind, in the Bible and other places, generally refers to both our capacity for thought to be able to reflect, to make connections, to perceive, as well as our capacity for feelings. There's a book that just came out, just got reviewed in the New York Times this last Sunday by a physicist, very bright guy, but it's called Emotional. And it's all about how our emotions influence our thoughts. And at the same time, virtually every thought comes with uh, a feeling or an emotion of some level of some depth. Here's part of what Dallas writes. Feelings incline us toward or away from things that come before our minds in thought. Feeling involves a tone that is pleasant or painful along with an attraction or repulsion with respect to the existence or possession of what is thought of. How we feel about food, cars, relationships, positions, hundreds of other things illustrate this point. Notice that feeling and thought always go together. Now of course our will is interactive with our mind, depends on thought, so that I can know. Can I choose A or choose B? I must know what A and B are. Uh, And then the ability for our minds to be under the influence of our will is also very difficult. Um, You might think of a remote control, the ability to extend our control, our will, is part of what's remarkable about people. Our kingdoms can go across miles, across countries, across networks. But the arguments over the remote control in homes are who's gonna be in charge, whose will will prevail. And that's a constant source of conflict. I just bought a car for a little friend that has a remote control, but his word for it is emote control. And actually, if we could control our emotions, that's a sign of a renewed person. The next layer out in the person is the body. And uh, the body is mostly made up of appetites and habits. It's very important because the body is the one piece of all creation, uh, material stuff that can come under the control of will. And when a little baby is born and then you watch it, learn to walk and learn to talk, you are watching matter, tissue, atoms come under the influence, under the control of personal will or spirit. And we're amazed at that because it actually is miraculous. Spirit, we'll talk a lot more about, is not physical, but it is real. And of course, it interacts with what is physical. So our bodies are the centers of our little kingdom. And then the next layer out is the social dimension of our lives. We'll talk about things like, I can still hear my mother's voice in my head. That's very, very real. Leading researchers in this field talk now about what they call interpersonal neurobiology. That is, from when we are infants, we must have acceptance, love, soothing, nurturing, And that actually forms the neural synapses so that we can soothe ourselves and goes deeply into our minds and into our spirits. I will forever be the son of John Carl Ortberg Sr. and Kathy Ortberg. I am a relational being. And then uh, the circle beyond that is the soul. And we'll talk a lot more about all of these in our day, there's a lot of confusion about soul. A lot of people think that it's not a um, real thing or that it's not scientific. In the ancient world, Dallas would say, the soul was understood, not as the whispery part of you that lives after you die, like after Daffy Duck is killed and this little vapory thing rises up. The soul is what integrates the various parts of us into one whole, which is needed for shalom, for the renovation of the heart. And this soul is what connects us then to God, and beyond this is this immense universe. So, this is the broad overview, super quickly. These are your parts. For you to be renovated, you need a will that is strong and chooses the good. You need a mind that thinks what is true and desires what is noble. You need a body whose habits are aligned with the values that you have. You need relationships with other people that have integrity with your whole person and then a soul that is whole and ties it together. That is what we're pursuing. God, thank you that you made me a person. Thank you that I have a will and that I can think and that I can feel and that I have this remarkable body that gives me a little kingdom and that there's other people that know me and that I can love and that can love me and that I have a soul that is deeper beyond all understanding. Thank you, God. And now, God, I surrender to you my will, my mind, my body, my relationships my soul bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name that's what's being renovated you got one of those see you next time thanks for listening you can join the conversation and more by visiting become new slash subscribe